Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Dan. Good to talk to you again. I want to start with something that's actually not related to the games this weekend. You know, I'm not sure how big an NBA fan you are or whatnot, but we were talking earlier in the show about a player for the Warriors, uh, an enforcer type, who was who committed a hard foul on Russell Westbrook, and he's standing on top of him, grilling him, you know, while Westbrook is essentially writhing in pain on the ground. And Romberg and I were both commenting how I was embarrassed for, for Westbrook's teammates that no one stuck up for him, that no one pushed the other guy out of the way yeah. for standing on top of him. And, and Brett, of course, made the point that that's the equivalent of if 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 a defensive lineman is standing over your quarterback after sacking him, just standing there and grilling him, I mean, you, you would sure. you would never let the guy just stand on top of your guy like that, right? No, I mean, absolutely. Good morning, first of all. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think that you got to stick up for your teammates. As, you know, us as offensive linemen, our job is to not allow people to lay their hands on the quarterback. So if uh, someone does something after the whistle, they're not. There better not be one or two or three. There better be five guys over there trying to clean up the pile and um, showing him that, you know, you know, we got your back. And regardless if the whistle is blown or not, we're coming. You're kind of like the pitcher in baseball. You know, if, if someone's charging the mound, benches are clearing because they don't want that pitcher hurt. So. Yeah, and if you saw, like, if you saw in, in film the next day that guy standing on top of your quarterback and none of you did anything, you'd be embarrassed. There, there would there'd be some serious conversations. Um, you know, I think that's a good thing about having a good locker room, um, guys that can police themselves and, you know, um, maybe have an uncomfortable conversation if it needs to happen. And, you know, that's what, that's what being a team's about and making sure everybody's on the same page and we're not going to take any crap from anybody. And, you know, it's just it's, – it's, it's clearly – um, stressed in, in a lot of locker rooms across the uh, across the NFL. So speaking of locker rooms, Danny, I saw yesterday that Edelman kind of threw a little bit of shade at Brown and talking about how the New England organization really, they don't do that kind of thing, and it's just the way that they play football and, and uh, basically throwing stones when he's living in a glass house due to the yeah. reputation of, of what the, the New England Patriots have. Yeah, you got to be a little more self-aware right, what, what, in that what, spot, right? Yeah, what, what <laughs> reputation? I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the Steelers organization. They've been around for a very long time. They've been successful for a very long time. Um, the Rooney family, a lot of great players. Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying, you know, they run a, a second-rate organization. I, I, I don't believe that. And, um, you know, maybe um, maybe he, you know, really didn't get his point across uh, uh, the way he wanted to. But... You know, it's it, it, Antonio Brown's a great player on the field. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, he made a mistake. And, you know, what was said in the locker room after the game, no one really cares about, especially those that have played the game. They understand, you know, emotions are higher after a game and things are said, uh, not necessarily in a, in a mean way, but, you know, maybe there's some curse words, maybe there's some hooting and hollering, maybe there's, you know, some – 
some chest bumping and all that stuff, but, you know, it's not really uh, meant in a derogatory way on the other team. So, um, yeah, he may have not come across the right way on that one. Right, I agree with you 100%. I think that Antonio Brown just, he just, he, he did something that he shouldn't have done, videotaping was, what's going on. It was, it was, it was a dumb move by him, and I, I'm sure he you know realized what, that. I mean, and he, you know, and Brett, he, he's been around long enough. Yeah. He knows, he knows, he knows better than that. So, you know, I hope, I hope there's, you know, a uh, consequence to that for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that Antonio's probably feeling himself a little bit more than he needs to be feeling himself as of late, and and he just got yep. a little carried away with with the moment. And and to try to like equate this for for everybody else that hasn't played professional football or hasn't been in a locker room post game, yeah, like Amber. If you've ever been in a fight <laughs> and you and you've been around a bunch of buddies after a fight, when you go back and you start hyping up the fight and talking about the fight, the fight. According to your description, yeah, it's just. Remember when I was like, when this guy was doing it, like everybody's just a little bit too excited. It never really happened that way in the beginning, anyway. Um, But it just gets it gets a little elaborated post game. So, uh, so yeah, Antonio was wrong, but uh, but but again, uh, it's one of those things where you know masculinity and 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 testosterone kind of flows a little bit too hard, and 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 that's what goes on. Well, you just got them beating your head against the wall for three three and a half hours, and you know now (laughs) this is your time to relax. So. Uh, of course, you're jacked up. Of course, you're emotional, and you know things get said. So, it is what it, it's part of the game, you know, and, and that's why cameras shouldn't be in there during that part of the game. We, we got Dan Copen here with us, two-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion, of course, uh, former center for the Patriots, longtime center for the Patriots, and also for the Denver Broncos. Now, I know it would never happen in the Patriots locker room. I understand that, but if it were to ever have ever happened in the Patriots locker room, if something like that happened in the Patriots locker room. <laughs> what like what is the conversation with Belichick after that? It is so far out of reach, and I'm not even kidding. Like some people have asked me that this week, um, and not even just for radio or TV or anything like that. I mean, just buddies of mine have asked me, and I, I can't even give them an answer. I can't even make something up because I just I don't even know what he would do. I I think he would probably give you a red slip. It's just it's he would let you go. Of, you think he would let you go? You know, I, obviously, it depends on who you are. But if you're, one if you're of, Antonio if, Brown, no, 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 you're not getting let, let go if you're Antonio Brown. You know, you're not letting go if you're Darrell Revis. You're not like getting let go if you're Tom Brady. I mean, that's ridiculous. But if you're on the bottom half of that roster, and you know, there's a practice squad guy uh, right there, I wouldn't be surprised if something came out. But you know, it just guys won't do it. They understand, you know. I, I, and I, I'm pretty sure Tomlin got the point across that. All right, the social media. Here's your, here's our, here's our rules about this. And heck, the NFL has a 90 minute rule, I believe. Anyway, yeah, yeah they do. So I mean, it's not really, you know, the NFL is taking that really off the teams. But I don't know what Bill would do. I, I kind of, if I did it, I'd be, I'd be, I would be afraid. I think what's interesting about this story, though, is that Antonio Brown, you know, allegedly gets the $500,000 to Facebook Live. And I think that that's sort of interesting moving forward because in a salary cap sport, these guys stand to make a heck of a lot more money off the field doing things like that than they do on the field. And how do you sort of balance that with, you know, respecting your team? Did he really get a half a million bucks for that? Yeah, that's why he yeah, was doing it. Yeah, apparently it's apparent. Well, not for that well, in particular. Well, not in that moment, but he gets just, paid just apparently. Just a general sponsor? Yeah. He or, has to you know, Facebook yeah. Live a certain amount of times, and he gets uh, half yeah. a million dollars for doing that. That's why he was Facebook Living, though, not right. necessarily in that moment, but that's why generally he was Facebook Living. Well, I mean, the guy's got to be smart. You know, you talk about 
you know, making money. Whatever you want to do off the field, that's fine. I, I don't really care. I'm, I'm happy for you if you're able to make money off the field, um, representing a, com- a company, doing speaking engagements, signings, whatever. That's fine. But, you know, when you affect the organization, when you affect the coaches, when you affect your other teammates by bringing outside situations and distractions into the locker room, uh, that, I mean, that, that can happen. And, you know, maybe this is a good learning lesson for everybody, but, um, you know, I would be shocked if we saw this happen in the future, um, regardless of money, because, you know, if you make that much money, the NFL can find you as much as they want. So if you're making something for doing this, you know, it, there's no place in it for sports. And, you know, it's one of those new things that is happening now with social media and, you know, uncharted territory with what players are doing outside and how they're letting the fans in and, we want to let the fans in. There's no doubt about that, but there's some things that need to remain sacred. Now, Dan, uh, you've you've centered for two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, okay? You won a couple Super Bowls with Tom Brady, and, of course, uh, you, you centered as well for the Broncos and Peyton Manning. Those are obviously two of the best of all time. But Aaron Rodgers, okay, wh- where does where does Aaron Rodgers stand for you historically? Because you, you know quarterbacks. <laughs> well, I, I, I know two of them, but, uh, you know, I, I – I know Aaron is a good guy. Um, I think the way he's played over this last stretch since uh, he said he could run the table has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, he's given his chance to win, his team a chance to win every, each and every week. And he's got to be in the discussion. I mean, what he's done with his career um, and how great he's been, you know, let's just put him in the top five, you know, for sure. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. Um, the guys in that locker room rally around him. He's a good leader for them. Um, you know, he doesn't do anything stupid off the field, which is which is nice to see. So, and he's got that Olivia Munn too. That ain't bad. Yep, you know, another perk. Danny, did uh, did Matt Ryan snap with you at all? Yeah, no. I think I was. He was coming in when I was leaving. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, he's had a pretty good year too. That <laughs> offense is that that offense is outstanding. Well, I, exactly. I agree because I, th- I think the one thing that has changed is is the chemistry that Shanahan has brought with with Matt Ryan. I know there was yeah. a little bit of criticism with him and Matt at the beginning due to the fact that Matt wasn't getting rid of the football and they were trying to get on the same page at the end of last year. And uh, this year they brought a whole different whole different style of football by getting rid of that football so quick. I think it made yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, they are. They're they're done. They got receivers. They got two running backs. They obviously got a quarterback. Their line play has improved dramatically. Um, with Alex Mack there at the center position, as Brett and I well know that the center position is very, very important. Yeah, our producer's so, trying to downplay that. Yeah, I mean, then he should be fired. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's get it. It's not the first time that's been suggested. Don't worry. Man. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure about that. Dan, can you Dan, can you give us can you give us an example of how crazy competitive Tom Brady is? Um, we like we we you know uh, the linemen. We'd play backgammon in the locker room. Um, and, you know, he'd walk by a few times, and when he had some time, he'd stop and he'd, he'd learn. So, you know, he, he's very um, competitive and addictive when it comes to anything that you can win. So he uh, started to learn how to play. We started playing, um, and it got to the point where we would, I would beat him or Light would beat him, and the backgammon board would be flying across the locker room. <laughs> Just over a backgammon. Stupid backgammon. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game. It's a game of kings. Don't get me wrong. But, 
you know, there's no reason to throw the board. Now, now, now some rookie's got to go out and buy another board and, you know, and we're off, we're, you know, we're out of, out of, out of a game for a day. It's, 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 there's no, there's no need for that. Just, you know, calm down. Let's be a good loser. Take the L. Yeah. Yeah, take, yeah. Move on, learn from it. You can learn a lot from this Tom. You know, you don't have to get all upset. You know, we're about learning and getting better. You can, <laughs> you can learn from this. Danny, I know that like a quarterback has a special relationship with his offensive line. And I'm sure you have a really good relationship with Tom still. Um, and I know, I know out in Dallas, the same situation. I, I was out there this year, and I saw Tony hanging out with just about all the same starters that, as if he was still the starting quarterback. How is his relationship with his current offensive line? Because I know you guys used to go to that local pub, little hole-in-the-wall spot, and you guys used to go ahead and tilt a few back back in the day. Th- does Tom have a really good relationship still with his guys? Because uh, a couple birdies have told me that, that Tom is, is a different person now that he's a little bit older and, and the guys have gotten younger. Well, you know, I, I think – I think that's naturally going to happen. I, I don't think he's not, you know, I don't think he's any, um, you know, further apart. I think he's still close with the guys just in a different way. I mean, you know, if I was still playing, if you were still playing, you're not going to be hitting the bars right now when you have a wife and kids at home. Yeah, you know? Debatable. I mean, I don't know, Dan. This guy, guy, this guy sounds know. like a bore fest. Debatable. He's never even had a strawberry in his life, no, apparently. No, yeah. Oh, Brady? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that he what he oh, yeah. that's, no, that's, that's a lie, Dan. You know what? No, that's the absolute truth, and I'm going to tell you Come why. Come on. No, I swear to God, I don't even know how it came up. We um, we were talking in the locker room or the or the dining room, and something about strawberries came up, and it's just it was just a ridiculous conversation where he actually said, "He's like, I don't like strawberries. I don't like the smell of them. I've never had one." And we. We couldn't believe it. It was uh, they're delicious. Absurd. Like in your whole First life, all, like as a delicious. kid, you never tried one. I know. Seems crazy. I I'm telling you, he had. But he, first of all, they're delicious. Right. Who doesn't yeah. like strawberries? I don't. I don't here, trust people know. that don't like strawberries. <laughs> Danny. So Go ahead. we ended up. We ended up on his birthday. We ended up getting a strawberry cake. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, it was the white icing with the you know strawberry. And did he try Strawberry it? sauce and no, he smashed it in his face. <laughs> a well, good probably job. a little got in his mouth. That's a good job. Then I he, hope so. Then then he, he, oh, yeah, so he has tried them. <laughs> for, for some reason, yesterday I had like an epiphany that I think Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl as he gets handed the trophy from the commissioner. He's going to kind of give him a little bit of a wink, and he's going to look at Kraft, and he's going to say, I'm done, I'm hanging him up. Ooh, is that possible? No, no. You think he's still going to continue to do this thing? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, when he says he doesn't want to do anything else, I believe it. You know, I think he, he, he's... Dude, he's still so good. He hasn't lost anything, you know. No, I don't. I don't believe it. I think that's a wrong epiphany, buddy. Oh, I'm just trying to give a little bit of hope for the Miami fan down yeah, here. Yeah, seriously. Can you play well, anybody else in the conference? Good job down there, man. You got the playoffs. What do you, what, what do you want? Uh, yeah, we want Brady to retire. That's what we want. Yeah, that's exactly well, what you, we want. You can stick. You can stick with the wild card for a few more years, and then then you get a crack at it. So hard to have to win three road playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, Dan. Well, I know. Then you got to come up to Foxborough too for the uh, one to get there. So that's that's a problem. I feel sorry for you guys. I really do. He can't yeah. play forever. Can't yeah. play forever. Yeah, eventually. No, but he could probably pay for another five. So right. Oh my God! Get out, get out of here, Dan. Come on. <laughs> All right, Dan. Excellent job. Always like talking to you. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right, that's Dan Copen right there. Two-time, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Patriots. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.